Create an Unstoppable Life, episode number 116. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. It's a joy that you're here and we are in the middle of September. Does it surprise you too? Starting off with more fun things again this week. Number one, Brave Enough Conference. It's in two weeks. If you'll be there, say hello. I'm sponsoring a vendor table Friday afternoon. Number two, Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference for Women Physicians. You know you're among the first to know. It's so exciting to share this. In San Antonio, you can come, heal, recharge, grow in an inspiring and supportive environment. And here's what you can do right now. Mark your calendar for this event, April 28th through May 1st. We are working on creating the registration page and some early registration bonuses. The event is open to all women physicians. Second, you can become a sponsor and help to rebuild women physicians. Share your business, your product, your service with a hundred plus of us. Email me, hello at georgemdcoaching.com. Let's start the conversation. And third, suggest a speaker. We are aligning speakers and topics around the themes you can imagine, authenticity, courage, and empowerment. And chances are high that you know somebody who would make an amazing speaker. Email me their name, hello at georgemdcoaching.com. This podcast is a proud member of Dr. Podcast Network. And here's this week's sponsor, Deputy. In healthcare, there are smart pieces of technology that businesses can't live without. Deputy has become one of those essential platforms for more than 250,000 workplaces. It helps medical practices schedule their staff more efficiently to meet peaks in patient demand. And it makes it easy to adjust schedules when the unexpected happens, like staff calling out sick. You can use Deputy on any device on the go. Within a few minutes of picking it up, you'll see why it has hundreds of glowing reviews from managers and staff alike. To find out more and try Deputy for free, go to drpodcastnetwork.com forward slash deputy. On with our show. Today, we're talking about something you've heard many times and many places and even here many times. And the goal is really presenting it in a way that you start seeing yourself differently. You start seeing how much power consistently drains out of you and you become even clearer and more resolute that it doesn't have to be this way anymore. In all of our lives, there is a gap between what is and what should be. And I use the word should intentionally. That gap, it can be any size, like tiny, like a crevice, larger, like a gorge, or huge, like a canyon. Again, between what is and what should be. So to describe that space that can be any size, we're simply going to use the term gap. And here's what's in the gap, suffering and pain. And not just those two, but they're accompanied by a whole range of other emotions, Regret wants to be in there. Guilt wants to be in there. Blame and shame, they go together too. And fear and doubt and uncertainty. That's the space 
that gap between what is and what should be. And it is filled with real emotional pain. It's such a normal part of the human experience. We don't even realize how much time we spend fighting, arguing, working towards making things how they should be, but aren't. And have you noticed if you get them to where they should be, chances are they don't stay there. And all that work really was for nothing. Hear it again. We high achievers, we spend a lot of time fighting internally about how things should be and why they aren't. We blame, we shame, we feel guilty, we accumulate regret. We gather more evidence on why we aren't good enough or aren't worthy or why others aren't good enough or worthy or why the system isn't good enough or worthy. Can you hear the pain? It's a huge investment of time and energy trying to fight our way out of that gap. Except all that fighting is with ourselves and it gets us nowhere. We remain stuck. We become defeated. We feel hopeless because nothing is changing. And our mind finds more evidence to justify all of the emotion that we are expending. Think about an internal conflict that you have now. Something you spend a lot of time thinking, it doesn't have to be this way. It should be fill in the blank, however it should be. This can be any area of your life. As simple as how the bags are packed at the grocery store or how the laundry should be folded. It can be more significant like writing a will, writing it for your kids and what that should be like. So choose one area. And think about what it should be like. And then check in with how you feel. So as you think about how your partner should be folding the laundry, what's the emotion that comes up? As you think about what it should be like to write your will, what's the emotion that comes up? Or what's the feeling in your body? Note, I've met a lot of high achievers who have a gap in awareness of what they're feeling. They know the thoughts, but they aren't in touch with any emotion. Their response is like, good, I don't know, it feels okay. And here's why. Feelings of any sort have been pushed aside for years. They've functioned in a thinking world, not a feeling world. And chances are this is you too. The coping mechanism is to keep going at all costs. And to do that requires ignoring how one feels. To say more about this, to explore it more, Think about how many times you've gone to work sick. I've known many women physicians who still see patients while pregnant and having contractions. They'll say, oh, I'll get up to labor and delivery when they're closer together or when they become really painful. I'm not even joking. I've known physicians who work through painful kidney stones. They just keep working. They're not thinking about how they feel. They're putting their head down and only thinking about getting the work done. There is no other option that they can see. So this is to say, if your mind goes blank, if you feel stuck, or if you're not feeling anything, you're not alone. You too have been functioning in a thinking world. And there's a reason you're here with this podcast and this episode in particular. You want more connection within because that's really where freedom and fulfillment are found. Getting back to our story about the gap and the pain and suffering we experience in it. Let's get more clear and a little raw. 
the pain and suffering that we create in it. For many of us, there are gaps in every aspect of our life. What my closet should look like and what it actually looks like. What my food intake should be and what it actually is. What the relationship with my son should be and what it actually is. What the relationship with my spouse should be and what it actually is. Are those enough examples? Smile. Let's examine the gap in this example. What my closet should look like. Organized, clean, filled with items I love, smelling nicely. Everything fits perfectly. I love walking in and there's a system to keep it this way effortlessly. Do you have this closet? I don't know anyone who does. I don't. (laughs) Here's what my closet actually looks like. It's sparse. It's filled with some items that need replacing. Smile. That's really an understatement. They are so out of date, overworn. (laughs) My closet lacks imagination or excitement. It's simply a holding place rather than a possibility place. So look at the gap between should be and is. And notice the standards that we hold ourselves to. That's high achievers. We hold ourselves to the should. And we also, if somebody else has a higher should, like the bar is set even higher, we might even take that on. Do you see the pain? Holding on to the should and trying to function in the here and now? Can you hear the judgment and comparison that are invited into the gap? How when I think about what the closet should be, now I've got all kinds of reasons to beat myself up and compare myself, compare my closet to somebody else's, and it simply creates pain. Judgment, comparison, they are always waiting for more space. Can you see that any emotion that enters into this gap is not useful? I'll never do things consistently with judgment and comparison. I won't purchase items that I love from guilt and not enoughness. I'll never part with items based on regret for what I'm not, regret for what I haven't done. My friends, we create our own pain over and over and over again without realizing it or realizing the extent of it. We not only create it, but we cling to it as though it's the only thing we have and know. Think back to the number of relationships that you've held on to through the years because it's what you know, rather than because it's what helps you thrive. I shared recently about a terrible running week. It shouldn't have happened. I'd been running consistently for 11 weeks. I should have been stronger. I should have been farther along. I should have been better than I was. It should have felt easy. Do you hear the pain? Do you hear my belief in what it should have been? And as long as I believe that, I create pain. I've talked about this before in Words That Block Fulfillment. And here we're taking a different view, a different approach, looking at the gap and how it is a pit that's filled with negative emotion. The only reason the gap exists is because we buy into the should. We believe the shoulds are real and true and necessary and possible. And here's what follows. We believe that we're not enough. Remember the thought model? It was simplified by Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School. Thoughts create how we feel. Feelings create what we do. 
and what we do creates our results. The emotions that we experience in the gap are what drives our behavior. We work towards what should be because we feel guilt, blame, shame, uncertainty, doubt, regret, not good enough. We chase whatever has the promise to get us out of the gap and faster is better because look at all those emotions, the one we just talked about. We don't want to feel them. To get out of the gap, we take a course, read a book, we look at what somebody else is doing and then try to do the same thing. We hire someone to solve it for us. We spend money to make the problem go away. Or we, quote, lower our standards. That's what we call it. We're lowering our standards. Or we take a job or an assignment. All to get out of the gap. Essentially making decisions because we don't want to feel bad anymore. It's complicated, right? Or is it? It's actually pretty simple. We create a life that starts with what is real and true now. And then there is no gap. Nothing needs to be different. There are no shoulds. And that means there is no gap. Here's what we do when we believe things should be a certain way. We take ownership and responsibility, often when it's not ours to own or be responsible for. And we overwork, we overthink, we burn out, we get pissed at other people because they're not doing their job, they're not doing enough. Holding on to the shoulds, it never works. That's what allows the gap to exist. It's the denial of what is a lack of acceptance for what is. We don't allow ourselves to see what is or be with what is. We tell ourselves we'll be disappointed it's not good enough. And so we avoid, we tell stories, we cope, we pretend. And all it does is ensure that we stay in the gap. And I'm not referring to the clothing store, although they did used to have some really cool dancing commercials. I'm talking about the space we create and we create a lot of pain and suffering in when we hold ourselves to a should. The way to prevent it is the same way to close any gap that exists. Accept reality. Acceptance is a choice. Making peace is a choice. Allowing ourselves to be right here, right now is a choice. Allowing things to be imperfect and seeing them as imperfect is a choice. Allowing others to think whatever it is that they think because humans have opinions and they say words and express those opinions. And it's allowing others to do whatever they're going to do and not using their words, their gestures against myself. That's the work. My closet looks like it does because that's what I've chosen. The relationship with my son reflects how I've chosen to be part of it, be available, engage in conversation, spend time. The relationship with Craig is the same. My business is here. This is exactly where it should be because this is where it is. Believing I should be farther along or working harder or have more clients. All it does is create pain. Acceptance offers peace and grace and kindness. There is no chase. There is no gap. 
Acceptance doesn't impose limitations. I can accept where I'm at and want for more in any area of my life. I can work to grow or improve any area of my life. It won't be from a place of should. It will be from a I choose, I want, I'm committed to. Notice the empowering words. Going back to the thought model, when I'm feeling empowered, the actions that follow are going to be greater than when I'm feeling blame or shame. What I do know, I will need to think differently, feel differently, and do differently to create a different experience. Because when I continue to do the same things, I'm going to get the same results. Again, acceptance doesn't mean things are over. It doesn't mean things will never change. What it actually does is put me in control. It allows me to be here and see here as the starting place instead of chasing what should be. My closet is here. My business is here. The relationship with my son is here. The relationship with Craig is here. There's no pretending, no hiding, no should-ing. Real life, being here where there is no gap. There is no need for one. Life is hard enough. You know it. You live it. There is pain and suffering all around us that we cannot control. The pain and suffering that exists in the gap, it's optional. The gap closes with acceptance. So you can be here in the moment and see things as they are and find enoughness with what is and then decide where your focus goes because you want more, choose more, are committed to more. That's how you reclaim your power and lead an intentional life. And that's how you create more in your life, for your life, and for others. An extraordinary life is one where the gaps are recognized and closed so that you stay in alignment with your calling. Your calling is not a should. Your calling is that deep, personal mission that your life is about who you are, the effect that you have on the world, what you bring to life, who you lift up. It's not a should. It's a gift. Freedom and fulfillment aren't something outside of us. They're within, and they're easier to see when we choose to close the gaps, see the beauty of what is, and decide what comes next, if anything. There are fantastic gaps to have in life, such as the gap between your skin and your waistband when you've lost weight. Keep those gaps. The gaps that we've been talking about throughout this episode, they are all unnecessary and unfulfilling. When you're ready to take the gaps out of your life, sign up for a call with me at georgemdcoaching.com. It's one of the things that I help people with. Before we end, here's a quick reminder. If you want to boost efficiency across your practice and make staff scheduling easier, try the Deputy app. 
You can try this smart technology for free by going to drpodcastnetwork.com forward slash deputy. That's drpodcastnetwork.com forward slash deputy. I am wishing you a life that's filled with gaps that you easily identify and close so that you are consistently experiencing freedom and fulfillment. They are available to you today. Sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.